Hello, welcome to Shabocast episode thirty or thirty-one, one of those two. Uh, oh, we go. Are we going with this? Yep. Then. Uh, sorry about. What's that. happening to the previous intro we recorded? It might make it in the edit. Uh, oh, that's interesting. And if not, it's a fun little tease. Yeah. Uh, Harry is currently five thousand pounds. <laughs> Harry is currently um, previously occupied. He is, He's looking uh, for toilet paper. Yeah. He's doing big poo. Don't be so graphic. Um, yeah, this week we're talking about Battlefield um, from season 26, which is the first story of the last season of Classic Who. Uh, but that's a video game. That's not an episode of uh, Doctor Who. Uh, I'm Dan, and I've got Cameron with me. Hello. Dan with me. Hello. And Harry not with me. He'll be here. Hello. That's the sound of Harry. <laughs> um, how's everyone's week been? I know we've been speaking today for quite a bit already, so this isn't going to flow as well as normal. But. Uh, how? What have I done this? I finished coursework. I've done all my coursework, so I just got exams, which I'm going to f- fail. <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, what else have I done? I bought a, th- a, th- a one thousand dot Doctor Dot book. Oh. They're very nice. Uh, a one thousand what book? Dot, dot. One, your Doctor Dots, but there's oh, a thousand dot. dots. A lot of fun. Uh, ever done anything else? No, I haven't. I'm gonna make a shepherd's pie later. Why are you making a shepherd's pie at night? Shepherd's delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, an hour or two to cook properly. Three cheese Dan's delight. That's the same. Well, I'm not gonna have it for fucking lunch, am I? <clears throat> Cameron, what about you? It's because I've not had anything to eat today, Cameron. No, Dan, the um, segment's done. <laughs> oh, no! I want to be fired. You already have been many a time. That's true. No, I've been good this week. Done my usual nothingness. Uh, started watching Classic Who recently. I don't know if I started watching that with the last one or not. I can't remember. Um... I think you mentioned it last episode. Yeah. I'm now on to Martha, which is nice, because I love that series. It's got some what? proper um, series free. Oh, wait, you watch New Who? Yeah. <laughs> you definitely said Classic Who before. You did say Classic Who. like, bloody hell, he's watched that quick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Season three. Um, no, yeah, Modern Who, uh, yeah. yeah, series three. It's got some proper underrated bits on there, and then Blink, which has become a bit overrated in recent years. I think Blink is completely exactly right. Yeah, I think it gets the praise it deserves. I don't think... I think too many people say, like, I'd introduce people to the show with this. It's like, no, you wouldn't. That'd be no, you wouldn't, because the Doctor's not in it. Because it's just not what the show is. But it is. Yeah. It's a nice treat. Harry's back. Harry, I don't know if you can hear us, but we're already recording, so tough. So suck a bit. What's your week been? Me? Yeah. No, the person who's currently muted. Uh, you know, right? Uh, I think I mentioned last episode, just getting this car sorted. Um, so that should be happening this week. I can insure it, tax it. Uh, Shit into a tree. Music. Put a little pat on it. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Get a number plate that says Shabocast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, uh, you can take a trip up to, to, uh, to, up to, up to Scotland. 
Yeah, well, that's the plan of entry because I've got I'm insured basically with um. Oh, well, I will be insured with, I think Direct Line who do. They'll insure you before you Car pass insurance. your test and after you pass your test. Mm-hmm. So basically, I pay now for a year, and then whenever I pass my test, the rates change a bit, whatever. And obviously, I don't need to. Oh, I thought I thought you had passed your test. No, no, no. I've got my test in June, so uh, wish me luck. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Good if luck. I, if I fail that, rescheduling is going to take probably a year. Yeah. Oh, no. So, what? <laughs> Sorry, okay. Are you still on the toilet? Yes or no? No. Someone's eaten my crackers. You? Or the cats? No, it wasn't me. Was it that giant Tom Baker and he's actually sentient now? Yes. It was always Tom Baker anyway. Well, I'm hungry. Sort that out. Um, well, I... <laughs> Carry on saying whatever. What was I saying? Uh, oh, something about uh, cars and insurance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been fun. Pricing everything up and realizing I have just just enough money to to scrape by. Um, thank God I'm not living alone because I would be starving. But I'd have a car, so that's all right. That'd uh, be nice. And yeah, I've got all the bit that I mentioned last week to clean it and do it up and stuff and. Um, yeah, one day we will meet. One day we will meet up because that'll be. Fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not, yeah. One day I'll shall come back. Uh, uh, Harry. Hello. How's your week, man? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Interesting. Not much to talk about, really, apart from chocolate. Be doing any props? <laughs> Uh, actually, I'm working on this bust of the Destroyer from Battlefield, as oh. it goes. Funny enough. Yeah. Uh, I didn't sculpt it, but I'm just restoring it because some bits have fallen off. That's quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh. Uh, anything else? Um... um... No, there's nothing else to mention. I feel like there should be something to mention, but there isn't. Oh. Have you already done the new intro? That wasn't from my beginning. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I did a professional version, don't worry. Um, um, still don't... Yet again, I saved the podcast, it's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> we still my... don't have a Paul with us, because he's being a nerd and doing university things. Ew, what kind of... Assignment. That's a nerd. I think so, because his assignments are like, write a book, or something shit like that. Jesus. Or he's led us to believe they are. He said he might pop in on this one, even though he hasn't watched it. Oh, that'll be alright, because we've got the news later now, so if he joins later on, we can just chat about news and stuff. But there's no news, there's uh, nothing as... Disagree. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Firstly, yeah. though, what you did disagree? everyone think of this episode? Hang on, what have I missed? Yeah, we know what you thought of it. Well, yeah. Because in the top five notes, so. classic Who thing, yeah, this was, this was one of my this most favourite stories. Um, I'm, I'm gonna straight up say off the bat, this was one of my. This is now already one of my favourite Doctor Who stories ever. What? Yeah. Ever? Fucking hell, that was. Yeah, but then again, I've only seen probably ten percent of the show. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, no, that's not true. I think the thing I, I 
uh, the thing on that website where you can tick them off, I think it said 27% or something I've seen altogether, which is still not that much. No, uh, but it's a fair amount. But is it, that including new series? Yeah, yeah, that's including new series. But Must be. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go off the bat and say that I really enjoyed this one. I didn't think I would, but I did. Mm. And I know Dan's pulling some faces because he disagrees with me. Um, I, I'm just not lucky. I, I have a feeling I, it's going to be... Uh, I'm going to be the only one who... Harry, what did, Harry, what did you think of it? <laughs> um, I have to say I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't the best, but it was an enjoy... It was like on par with Megloss for me. Uh, I'd put it above Megloss. I'm trying to think what other classic stuff we've done. Um, yeah, I think I enjoyed it more than Curse of Peladon. I think it's I think it's my favourite classic story. Oh, well, apart from Five Doctors, obviously. It's so weird it. hearing everyone say this. Go on then, Dan. Go on. It's it's so it's like you're talking about L. Like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I'm just saying, like, do I watch a different? I didn't say it's the best well, thing I've ever. Seen. No, no, but like, like, did I, I watch a different episode? Because just not doing it for you. I just I could not I could not get behind it. No. How comes? What what part of it? Like um. I'm not a. F- oh, 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 I was just going to suggest we could go through it like story beat by beat, but if you want to just get it all off your chest now, go for it. Sorry, much to get off my it. Why do you hate it? Dan? Why do you hate it? Why do I hate it? What I why do you really? Hate- I would say what I really disliked was. I don't think a lot of the acting in this episode was very good at all. Uh, there was a, there was I felt like there was a severe case of and from McCoy as well of yeah McCoy wasn't that great in this one I'll give you that one. There's a severe case of overacting from every single member of the cast in this oh, episode. But I think it suits the tone. I don't. I think it gets away with it. The Brigadier no. overact. The Brigadier is the exception. Yes, the but there's so many. There are so many times where Bambera doesn't overact. Yes, she, yeah, oh she my does. fucking god, All she the does. People from the other dimension do, and that's just a fact. But I, I think it fits it. I think it. I works. don't even mind the people from the other dimension. The I other found dimension, their acting fit them. to do. It's, something it's over the, the fact top. that someone will talk and then they'll be shouting like the Shabokas then. <laughs> <laughs> like McCoy will say something and then they'll be shouting about something and it, I. It really, really... I McCoy can't... does it a lot, though. Yeah, and I think I realised watching this episode, and I'm sorry, I... I don't I'm like... Sorry. I don't like McCoy. <gasps> I don't like McCoy. Oh, sorry, Dan's mysteriously breaking up from McCoy. <laughs> oh, no, he's muted. He's been muted. I've muted him. I've not done oh. that deliberately. I don't know how that's happened. And disabled oh. video, because I can't look at him ever again. That is really weird. Why has that happened? I'm so sorry, Dan. We can't hear you now. Uh, well. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll just have to talk about right. So, although it is one of my most favourite classic Who stories, I don't like this theme arrangement. Uh, what the title music? Yeah. What? I I think we we discussed this on. Have you actually uh, gone? We discussed it on Greatest Show of the Galaxy as well. I. I really dislike this theme. 
I just you like know, the visuals. Do you know what, what I think of this theme? I think I love this it. theme is the classic Hugh equivalent of the Capaldi theme tune. It's too screechy. It's a confusing That's arrangement. The titles you... don't really match what it's going Are for. Not? And uh, Are we broken, Harry? Harry looks very sad. Oh man, is this episode? This are we gonna have more division like than any Chibnall episode? Twenty thousand pounds. Doesn't like it. Um, I just, it was on yeah, well, It's just like the scrunches of paper. Actual yeah. arrangement of the music. I, yeah, I, I just like, like, just like the music. I, yeah. the, the music in this this episode that was the two big things was the overacting and the music the incidental well, music I found amazing score. It felt oh like my god, it was using terrible. Music. Yeah. Music, yeah, I felt like it was a parody of Michael that, Jackson's music. Does that mean uh, like, Michael don't like the music to Remembrance of the Daleks? I've not no, seen Remembrance, Remembrance of the Daleks. It's actually pretty good. That's the same composer. No, I know, but it's a different. Yeah, style. composers can do some good work and some shit work. I like them. I can't I've... understand why you don't like. <laughs> Well, I had, I've got in my notes, um, music very bad, and then I've got in big brackets, think of a joke in all caps, and I couldn't think of a joke. Well, my, actually, to be fair, I was listening, I was watching it with my mate, and he, like, which, he started shouting about Kef McCulloch, whatever his name is, ruining Doctor Who for him. He started, he literally started shouting about how bad it was. No, I and don't. He sat there at the other end of the sofa like, okay. The music is an important part of it, and the titles as well need to match it. I, like, I think right now, the like Jodie's intro sequence and theme music doesn't actually suit it's her so Oh, I, think, I, I, I think it's agree with that, but I it's... I think it's a great arrangement by Sagan, but I don't think it matches the tone and... It's, yeah. On, on that note, it's really weird. I think because it's... probably way better. You, it, that's exactly what Jack Wolf said, isn't it? Yes. He probably, probably did. I did watch that a couple of days ago, so it's probably just sat in my mind now. Or I don't someone else said it, actually, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I I kind of agree, that, but it's like, yeah, like, Jodie's feline visuals are some of my favourite in the show has ever done. Hmm. Oh, no, it's stunning, and so is the time vortex. Yeah. All, all, all yeah. The, like, the visuals in the show consistently look pretty hmm. good. But, but this... this Sylvester's intro, I do not... And it's not even the fact... Like, I understand it's, like, very early season. Isn't this the first... I think we discussed this on Great Show of the Galaxy. But isn't this the first, like, fully CG type... Yeah. 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 And it's not even the fact that the CG looks bad. It's that the actual design of it looks bad. And all the weird... Yeah, all all the TARDIS is in a little bubble and... the, The... I can't think of anything else that happens. Um, it's like this weird little... Weird thing. spinny galaxy, yeah. yeah What's going on there? Logo. Awful. Oh, that's or, it's the, the worst bad. Doctor Who logo. It is a bad logo. It is such a bad yeah. logo. That's the one thing I hate about it. I'm weirdly nostalgic for that intro sequence, and I'm not. I'm not even like huge on that era of the show. I've only probably. I I, for, I forgot you were born in 1989. Yeah, no, exactly. Though I'm not. I'm not actually connected to that part of the show yet. I watched mm-hmm. that intro, and I'm like, yeah, this is weirdly kind of. Nostalgic I love the nice. intro, but I know I love it because I grew up watching Remembrance of the Daleks yeah. quite a lot. So. But I, I just I completely disagree with all of you on the intro and the theme tune. I well, I, I love it. What do you what do you like about it? I just it's like 
I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. That's the thing. I don't think it's a bad arrangement. I, I, think... I think it's actively bad. The weird thing is... I love that... how it starts. Like the... <laughs> and it goes straight into the thing. <laughs> I like that. I think the weird thing is is that... Oh, web oh we've lost him. Um, the the season 23... Oh, my God. Who did it? Who did it? Who did the title? Well, I... Oh, what's... Uh, wait, I've got it on my Spotify playlist. Let me look it. Dominic Glynn. Um, ah. That... that version of the theme was done really rushed and like you can hear it in the mix as well a lot of it like yeah i don't like that could have done with another version although I, that did inspire I think, the I hear, I hear, yeah exactly i hear less complaints about that one even though it you had could, less time and less like effort well not effort but you know what i mean less sort of which which one is this it, uh, it's timeline. the one which is like Oh, uh, okay. doing, 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 yeah, doing, no, there's no in your human mouth. It's not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you use your human mouth. <laughs> no, but it's. Wait, I'll play it. I'll play it. Don't, because it's copyright material, and we'll get taken. Wow. But Dan's got headphones; he can find it. Um. um yeah, it, that one. But it did inspire the Murray Gold one because it's got the bits where in the outro where it's like. It's got those bits. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, like... Um, it's got the bass. It's, it's definitely overplayed, like, the amount of stuff that's going on in it. But uh, I like it. I just think it that one gets a lot less crap than the McCulloch arrangement does. Um, Why is Sylvester... Oh, yeah. universe. Okay, that makes Wait, sense. So, actually getting back to Battlefield, I noticed saying about the thing it's very well directed not necessarily like action wise but but the shots are very nice and like they've actually taken time to p- picture the shots and stuff so like the one i noticed was the one from the car and then in the wind it pans to the wind mirror and you see bambera walking up and then pans out to her and it's just it's very nicely set up and it looks good shot wise I think it's nice after watching so much of the studio band stuff to see an episode yeah. that's actually shot out on location and they have that freedom yeah. with cameras and stuff like that and so I think yeah. that's fun. Mm-hmm. And they focus a lot on lighting as well in this one. There's a lot of like I don't know, it's just like quite harsh lighting in the scenes with the destroyer and stuff. Mm. It just um... looks We get quite a lot of nods to like more classic eras, older bits of classic Who as there's well. A, yeah, there's a mention of Liz Shaw. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they also mention the Brigadier's previous retirement job of he was a teacher, which is seen yeah. in I Will Butcher. Yeah. Yeah, Mandward Undead. <laughs> How'd you say? <laughs> Mandward? It's got far too many letters in that <laughs> name. <laughs> It's like three M's and R and a W. <laughs> uh, right. But, yeah, and then his lovely wife. He's got a lovely house. Oh, Alistair Gordon it's left with so you, doesn't he? He does. he does. It's very oh, nice. nice. house done. <laughs> Massive house. Greenhouse as well next to it. Lovely. Big enough garden to land a helicopter in. <laughs> Yeah, the helicopter. That's stuff. that's what I look for in a property. You is can help. Tell like, like, can I 
borrowed that helicopter and they were going to get their money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they, they're going to put the brigade in it for half a fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, he's in it for most of episode one and two. Adorable. <laughs> yes. Only to then just, like, get out while it blows up or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what I was going to say. Um, just oh, yeah, one bit about this like story being well directed. It might be well directed, but you can still see the camera units in the car reflections at times. Can uh, you? Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I wasn't paying enough attention to notice that. But, uh, um, it's mostly with the unit Land Rover because it's a bit like cleaner. You can see the yeah. camera and sound operator. It's like that, like the tenth planet. Like the end of the se- the first episode where you see like just the edge of the set creep into shot and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm gonna look this my... is a evil seventh doctor because he's in his evil coat as well. His evil coat. Yes, his evil coat. His brown coat. Yeah, brown one. Ah. He, they wanted to make the seventh doctor more of a dark character, so to do this, they gave him a brown coat and hat. No, his hat wasn't brown. It becomes brown later on, doesn't it? No, it's so. still cream. But he has oh, okay. a different headband on it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, they give him a brown coat, so it is his evil coat. Yeah. Um, it's one notable thing is the woman who plays Morgan Morgan is Jean Marsh, who was notably John Pertwee's first wife, I think. And also, she was in the Daleks' master plan, playing, yes. uh, what's her name? Uh, a Dalek. Sarah? Sarah Kingdom, that's it. Yes, Sarah King. I couldn't remember the second name. Yeah. But yeah, um, a notable thing about it. And she does, I think she's quite good as uh, Morgane, Morgana, mm-hmm. whatever, however you say it. It's basically Morgana, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought, well, I watched the extended version. Yeah, so this might be why I saw it. That's a thing as well as the extended version. is like. What's the difference? It's better. (laughs) The general consensus is it's better. Yeah. Although I did think it went on a bit. Because I know while watching it, I'm getting the tad bored. I think that's because it's in. One big part. I think that's the only way you were feeling that. Well, no, because I was watching it in different parts, though. It was extended, but in different parts. Oh. I don't know how they've done that. I know what you mean, though. I felt similar yeah. about an hour in, and I had another like, half yeah. an hour to go, and I was like, Because eh. um, like, it does that thing where it's like, oh, this is the yeah. third act, it goes, yes. And now this is the other third act, it's like, okay. Yeah. They do that a lot in Doctor Who. I, I love how the destroyer just explodes. Like, oh, yeah. man. What the fuck was up with the destroyer? Why does he look like a fucking Power Rangers villain? <laughs> Because this was 1980, and they had to it. <laughs> he, he looks like he's about to like go take this Power Rangers and grow massive, so he can be punched in a fake city. Yeah, um, it's weird. I do really like that scene though, but mostly for like what the Bringer Deer does at the end when he explodes. I just do the best I can. Yeah, it's just like pit- pitiful. Can this world do no better than you as its champion? It's like. Probably, I just do the best I can and then just shoot it three times in the chest. However, yeah. will we deal with this big monster? Oh, it's okay, I'll shoot it. 
I'm yeah. Bang, 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 bang. So, I know you've oh. not watched a lot of classic, but that is basically the Brigadier's character. The Doctor going, let's do yeah, science to chat with the out, and the Brigadier just bring the machine gun. That's just the whole of the Silurians. Bring it in. Yeah. Machine gun. Shoot the fuckers. Yeah. Um, I like the quote, uh, I think Morgana says it, where she's like, are they not magnificent? And I just thought that was quite fun. And then... I like the bit with the um, flying machines. <laughs> when they're in the graveyard and someone's in a helicopter and they're just like, oh. Yes. That was just funny. Um, it's like a old standard villain thing of it's like, oh, we are evil, but we have honor, therefore we are good people sort of thing. Mm. I was like, oh, look, it's a war memorial. They like have a truth for a bit as a way of apology for disrespecting the dead. Yeah. I quite like that. I do like I, that. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that concept, yeah. It was the beginning of the Capaldi speech, because at the end, when Sylvester does that rant onto Morgana, uh, stuff about, like, humanity and stuff. Uh, nuclear war, yeah. Yeah, I just got so bored during that bit. That's the one bit where I, could, I was just like, this is literally just a Capaldi speech going on about stuff which I'm not really invested in because he hasn't talked about it much before. Yeah. Um, the nuclear stuff really... It doesn't acknowledge it for a lot of the story and then it is like the main thing on how they get defeated. Yeah, it's yeah. really odd. I've it's just oh, there's a convoy there down by the river. Forget about it. Three episodes later. Morgane and her son have gone and Stolen the nuclear missiles. Yeah. What nuclear missiles? You you forgot about them for 45 minutes. They just what? put them next to a lake. For... Yeah, I thought Morgana's son would, like, have revenge tendencies after what she did to him. But yeah. Then... No, he just seems what? to forgive her and then yeah. fight not well, yeah, you, you, She sent him off and then, and then he just kind of came back. Yeah. And, and she, he gets sent off again to do battle, and it's like, oh, the ring it is like, alright, I'll just kill your son unless you leave, and it's like, yeah, I, th <clears throat> I, thought I will wish you well on your journey. Like, leaving him to die. I thought he'd be, like, the final villain of the thing. Like, after the big yeah. threat is dealt with, like, the destroyer, I, th I thought, like, what are we going about him now? Because now he's gone off on one. I thought that was going to be where it was going. But yeah, or leave it. he joins the good side, and it's like, oh, no, this is her weakness. And they use that to defeat her because he's just like, "Bitch, you left me to die. I'm your son." Yeah. I'll tell you what. I love Brigadier Bambera, and I think they should bring yes. him back. In her old I'm uh, really annoyed that her and the knight didn't kiss. When were yeah, they gonna kiss? They should have kissed. They should have kissed. That flirtation was very good throughout the entire. Oh my god, the sexual tension was off the fucking chart. At the end of like a scene. And the way they're looking at each other, and they're like that close to each other, and you're just waiting. We're going to kiss. Yeah. Cuts away. I just and wanted them to kiss. Her beating him up at you know, the beginning. A bit of tongue. I did enjoy that shot. I enjoyed that shot. You can tell, like, they sort of, like, have that chemistry where it's just like, right, I need a word with you. And it's like, no, I'm not going to talk with a peasant. And she just flips him onto the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and the doctor just walks off with. Yeah, with Ace. Some, with Ace and Sun Lee? Oh, yeah, Sun... Oh, uh, shall you... 
Yeah. I've it written down, I don't have to say it. Racist too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Why was she in this episode? What did, why was she here? Um, I always thought growing up, and I still feel it now, um, that the character was there for a, like, sort of love interest for Ace. Oh. But in 89, they're not going to have a fully open yeah. character. But she didn't do anything. No. But she had a car stolen by the Brigadier, and that was it. I think it's because the Brigadier was here. The Doctor had to take his time up with the Brigadier, so Ace had to have something to take her time up, and that was the character but, they made. But the character didn't do anything. Yeah, but it was she was just there to keep Ace company, I was saying. But if you took away, if you took her away from the episode, nothing would change. Except Ace would be alone in these situations, so wouldn't. But the, I'd functionally, th- that's not much of a difference, really. But then she wouldn't have anything to say in her parts. Yeah, uh, she she would just say them out loud like every other character in Doctor Who, for the sixty years has been. No, on. I feel like yeah, that they just didn't want a bit too that would much be if she's just there telling us how yeah. she feels out loud. Well, they put her with the put her with this, the that. Soldier that was with in the helicopter, then yeah, you could she, condense it. Oh, the one who gets killed off and no one seems to give a shit. Oh, about. yeah, she, she gets turned to dust and then yeah, everyone yeah, forgets. And then they give the woman her sight back, yeah. Oh, and they just get rid of those characters halfway through with the doctor doing some hypnotism shit on them, yeah. The time yeah, Lord the slightly thing. xenophobic characters, yeah, yeah. Um, um oh, you're not English, are you? Bit of behind the scenes. Uh, which is probably the most famous piece of behind the scenes, which I'm sure you all already know, is that um, it was Sophie Aldred basically almost died during the filming of the story. Oh, yeah, the the water tank scene. Yeah, Yeah. the glass broke and the water started running towards some electrical equipment. (laughs) You can Apparently you can hear in the original version, you can hear Sylvester shouting, get her out. Yeah. Because he can tell that it's going to... Well, it's not. They have the actual already. film. They have the film of it happening yeah. where so mm. he swears to make them know that it's not yeah. just an And he swears and then he's like, get her out of there. Yeah. Um, I've seen a thing on that. Um, apparently, she would have been safe. Yeah, but the camera. Everyone else on the studio floor would yeah. have been dead. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I saw that later on. Yeah. So she just got a few cuts and stuff from the glass going at her, but then Sylvester McCoy noticed this and just started swearing to go yeah. to get her out. But you Which can they thankfully did. You can actually see the gla- the broken glass on one of the shots in the actual thing. Yeah. I've got a pizza coming at some point. So. <laughs> Ooh, lovely. <laughs> I'm going to go grab a drink so you can uh, carry on chatting. I think it'd be nice because we haven't seen it in... Uh, like the TV show yet, but I think it's been in a novel or big finish. Uh, the Doctor being Merlin. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was going to go somewhere. It did. Um, that was Cartmel master plan, so... Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I kind of... It felt like... And that was but the whole it, chest thing. Like, because they re- reused that chest thing throughout Sylvester McCoy's series. And yeah. mentions it, like, saying, I always beat you at chess. And then there's the chess game in Silver Nemesis, and in Curse of Fenric, like the whole plot is based on the chess game. Hmm. But it'd be nice if we could get like the Doctor as Merlin and sort of set up bits of this episode. 
because it's an interesting thing, the Doctor doing something in their future because they know it's happened. I yeah, I kind of assumed it was a... Like, it wasn't him. Like, it wasn't actually the Doctor who was Merlin. It was, like, the... Because they came from another universe, didn't they? Yeah, they came from sideways in time. I kind of assumed it was, like, that universe's Doctor was there, Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it also like seems to be Doctor like in the future. Yeah. Because the, the, the rest of the episode seems to suggest it's like, oh yeah, I've got to go and do this at some point. Hmm. Mm. I, it just felt like it was going somewhere and then it didn't do that. Did you get the name of the knight from the other dimension? Because I kept referring to him in my notes as not Arthur. Oh, there was, two, there was one began with an A and one began with an L. Asadad. So there's Mordred, who is Morgane's son. And then there's yeah, and, and then Aslan. And Ansel, Anselin. Anselin. Ah, that's it. Yeah. Very well done. As not Arthur, because he's clearly a King Arthur allegory. What, what was up with King Arthur? What was the deal? He's there? dead. He's dead. Okay, but when was he dead? This I... whole time. Sorry? This whole time. I know, but they all thought he was alive. So... They would have said, instead of it's, oh no, King Arthur is dead. He's in suspended animation, just lying on this thing, arms sprawled out, looking like a corpse. Like a, like a dead person, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And so they would have said, he's in suspended animation, he'll awake when needed. And he's just dead. Mm. Fucking um, idiots. Although you've said you don't like... The Seventh Doctor, you, he does have some, like, good lines in his stories. Oh, yeah, I've got several written down, yeah. So, like, um got his, I just want to say three things, where is it, um, Yeti, Auton, Daleks, Cybermen, and Silurians, after saying, I want to say three things, and it's five. Oh, no, I hated that bit. That's not one of the things I've got written. I quite like it, just for, like, the bit of, oh, that was five things, Doctor, yes, and she didn't notice. Um, but also, a terrible something... I think he what, said that. Why? Hang on, to go back to. Why was he. I don't. Why was he sharing think, those things? I think it's because only he would know unit his face to them. Yes. Yeah. He's, so he's like, saying it because, so that unit know that he's dealt with these things before. Because not any non ordinary person would know those things. The, what, what are you saying? When he shouts all the things you remember from previous episodes. Yes, he's Igon, Silurian Zorton. Uh, I'll tell you why he says that. <clears throat> and it's the same reason Capaldi starts shouting various places he fought Cybermen on in uh, the Doctor Falls. Uh, it's for the fans. Yeah. yeah. It's just fan service. Uh, it, it kind of felt even more out of, fans more out of place than... barely ever works. When they, when they write won. it, it's usually it stands out like a sore thumb like that. Dan's yeah. Going to juice to smoothie. Mm. Yeah, I'm just finishing yeah. off what's in the fridge. That's got like very nice. In it. But yes, his line about incurring a terrible something for the Seventh Doctor's nonsense, like the unlimited rice pudding against Davros. I like. Mm. I, li- I like the line um, when they go into the tunnel and it collapses behind them, and he's like, oh, "Don't worry, Ace. It's only a trap." Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Uh, there's, uh, there's all of that stuff in there where he's like, he just says open or whatever. Uh, yeah. Because he's saying, well, if I am Merlin, that's how I would have done it. I would have voice commanded it. So, so it does it off voice commands. 
Like, I, yeah. I like that. Like, there are little things in here that I like. The, when the snake attacks him because it's the, just, uh, the picture of a snake. So, mm. No, that's not even bad. It's just Sylvester McCoy falling over like nine times. <laughs> Did like, they redo that effect in the extended one? Because it didn't look terrible. It looked. Yeah, it good looked a one. bit like Slimer. It looked good on my one. It was like green and like yeah, that's blur. the one that I had. I don't know. I'll have to watch the original version. I think at some point. This is the problem with like. Some of us watching one version, some of us watching like yeah, the other, like box, whatever it is. You mm. kind of have a different experience. Like I watched one the one same, but... disc two of the collection box set. Mm. <laughs> Cameron. Uh what else? Just watch that one. Yeah. Um Wait, what which one? Which one? So we get a lovely bit about the Doctor basically doing the plot along, where it's just like, oh, something's wrong, we've not been attacked yet, and then they get attacked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, in all good shows, when you say something isn't, hasn't happened, it then must happen. Well, and also in life... It's quiet. Too quiet. Yeah, there's a bit of, like, self-awareness yeah. in this last season, I think. Yeah. I did most of the McCoy era, I think it kind of... It's like real um, tropes. But yeah, this story is... A lot of fan service because obviously they bring back the bring a deer. They've got lines in it, and they bring back Bessie. They, they do bring back the Bessie. Brigadier's last story yet. Huh? Well, I mean, he's in Sarah Jane Adventures, but it's the Brigadier's last Doctor Two story ever. Yeah. Mm. Unless you count the Cyberman, uh, Death in Heaven. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, we don't count I mentioned the time. Yeah, but that's not actually him. Okay. No, it's it is to bring a deer. Nicholas Courtney. It's there. Nicholas Courtney's last story, yeah. 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 And I don't think the Death in Heaven Shadowman should exist. Yeah, but they have Bessie as well, and the number plates changed on her. Yeah, so who's seven? To who's seven. But, mm. but who, we had who won, not who three, yeah, so why well, could it... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. I like that, and I like that he puts some random fucking thing on the steering wheel, and it's just like... Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly... <laughs> Come on, let's go! Yeah. Just gives it like it nitro. Leaves... <laughs> even though it didn't even go off that fast, it was just basically, traveling basically time. got all the Need for Speed like mods that you could ever need, <laughs> and he just unlocked them and modded. Yeah, Bessie so wasn't he's, that he's slow anyway. What? Yeah. What? Bessie was quite a quick little car though to begin with. Uh, yeah, for the time that it was made. Well, no, because John we had it, this setting on it which made it go super speedy, where they would just fast forward the footage. Oh, the, like, speed up the footage. Yeah. I just, oh, can't fucking say it. I thought you just said vaginas then, I don't know. What you <laughs> <laughs> I That's say too Jehoshaphat. rude for this podcast. Yeah, obviously. Jehoshaphat's not Jehoshaphat. Um, there's also a bit in this episode where they do a... Top Gear Challenge they did like two weeks ago. What? Um, Bambira stands up in a car and just starts yeah, shooting yeah, out of it. They which they did on Top Gear I quite like two that. weeks ago with 4x4s. Four oh. Scottish man doing clay pigeons out the sunroof. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. A good episode. Yeah. Um, good again, damn it. People need to accept that. Yeah. She's such a good character. Yeah. I do oh, like I'd like her as a character. Yeah. Yeah. And her and whatever his name is, Lancelot, I don't know. Don't know, right. who she should have kissed. I love the bit at the end where uh, 
because we were just talking to Bessie when it's like I'm going out shopping with the girls and you just think oh, yeah. she's going meeting her friends but no it's the girls from the episode and they're in <laughs> Bessie and it's like Whoa, they've all got goggles on what's going yeah. on and, the, and then see you later answering you any good with the lawnmower and yeah. then the doctor's like, I'll do the cooking or something. I'll it's just like that. the brigadier going, oh, what about dinner? And they're just like, oh, yes, have something ready for when we get back. And it's just like, what? <laughs> and then the doctor says he'll cook. Yeah. yeah. And Anselin's doing the, doing the lawn. <sighs> Big yawn. Um, Sorry, we bought Me and Ace... Yeah, I'm bored. I started this episode with a yawn, so... Me and Ace had the, I think, almost the same reaction to when... Like, right at the end where the Doctor goes, But I've got an Ace up my sleeve! And Ace jumps in, and she's like, Oh, shut shut up. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> Yeah, I quite like. It. Yeah, no, yeah, but I, I enjoyed that we basically said the same thing at the same time. Saying like, "There's only one ace" or something like that. Um, yeah. After the nice. destroyer yeah. destroys the hotel, it's just like they got Excalibur, and it's like good. Uh, interdimensional mystic swords are easy to come by, but there's only one ace. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like McCoy's doctor is largely remembered for being very manipulative with Ace, but it. You do seem like bits like this. He does care about her. Yeah. Bring them back. Because... Bring them back. <laughs> put him in a. Um, put him in the sixtieth. Ace is only like seventeen or eighteen. Of... She's meant to be like she's meant. You know that Devil Seeds of Arador thing. I do. Yeah. Which had Sil. So my yeah, mate yeah, 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 yeah. did the costume for that. Hmm? My mate did the costume for Sil in that. The Devil Seeds of Aradol. You just randomly remember this stuff, don't you? Yeah, no, but I was saying that because Sophie oh, um, Aldrin. By the way, um, my dad is Tom Baker. Yeah. <laughs> that would explain a lot, a lot of things, actually. <laughs> my uncle like, is uh, actually Sydney. No, right. I was saying that because Sophie Aldred is in that. As is in this part. episode of Doctor Who. It, no, it's a. F- She's in Devil Seeds as a different character. Yeah, Mistress Nara. <laughs> and she's like, she'd still be able to come back on Doctor Who. Very mm. easy. <sighs> oh, Doctor Who. Who? Doctor Who. With, with the trailer for the season 26 with Sophie Aldred in it. When, like, she's running the ace, which is our whatever. That a charitable earth. Yeah. And she, it's like a really nice little trailer, and then the doctor knocks at the door with his question mark umbrella, and then she's like, "Doctor, and oh, that's very good. I like that." Yeah, it's my heart. It does. Right, carry um, on. So, a thing on when the destroyer first turns up in the hotel, for some reason, when he just turns up with his arms there, he just has to me this look on his face of like, "All right, mate," just like really casual. For that brief moment, and then yeah, becomes a horrible monster. But yeah, he just turns up and he's just like, "All right." There's a deleted scene where he walks up to the to the desk to the to the woman there, and he goes, bark, 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 bark. And "She says, no, sir. This is the check-in desk." Fuck you. What's that guy's name? The the Zbigniew. <laughs> the yeah yeah the Begniew. Oh, I actually remembered that. That's nice. I think so. Impressive. Yeah, Zbigniew. Czechoslovakian, I believe. Uh, Kaglerinian, I think. I like him. 
but then also like he was never in Classic Who, so it would have been more realistic if it was like someone who'd actually appeared in Classic Who as like one of the unit soldiers. Mm. But, but I like his character either way. They made the choice in this to have a, all of the people who were playing it not to be like posh British people. To make yeah. it feel more like a United Nations yeah, organization. Yeah. It's nice to see like people of different nationalities joining together to kick aliens in the dick. Mm. Just the dick, then. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere else. Kicking that a dog in the dick is hard. It's why they needed the Teflon bullets. But it wasn't the Teflon. It was the silver ones that killed the destroyer. Yeah, but they also had anti-Dalek bullets there with them for some reason. Because it could have been Daleks. In case of Daleks. Yeah. They have non-stick bullets. non Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got anything else to... I, I thought it was funny at the end when they arrested Morgane and her son and just like, take them away. It's like, oh, yeah, you're just going to f- fucking put these fucking wizards in a prison. Yeah. yeah. That'll, yeah. that'll keep them. Yeah, that's true. We do get the lovely bit of the doctor running over to the brigadier's like lifeless body and going, it wasn't meant when like this, he was meant to die in bed and things, which yeah. we later get in A Good Man Goes to War. With the phone call. With the phone call, basically which saying is... how the The way Matt Smith that... plays that as well is handled so well. Oh, and then they yeah. take him out Matt the ground and turn him into was a the best for fan service. Matt Smith was honestly the best actor for fan service because he so felt it. Even though he wasn't like a Doctor Who fan, he felt everything when it like hopped back to Classic Who. Like with the Brigadier. did it well as well. Yeah, but Tennant... But you could see more of the fanboy face on him. Yeah. Mm. Like, you knew he was aware of the situation. Matt Smith was completely in the moment. Like, especially with Adventure in Space and Time. I love the bit where, like, he's in it, like, at the time oh, of console, so and, like, uh, and Bradley playing Hartnell just sees him and smiles at him, and it's just like, oh. Yeah. It's very nice. <clears throat> Although he wasn't actually there during filming. Oh, it's very clearly a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't realise at first I thought he <laughs> But, yeah. Wait, what bit are we on about, Matt Smith and... Adventure Space and Time. Yeah, I, need- um, I can't watch that scene without noticing the massive fault with the where he is. Where, yeah, because he's in, in front one of- shot, he's behind the console, in the next shot, he's in front of the console, but from yeah. the same perspective. So it's like, what? What? Is it what? Yeah. How, did they, how did they. Did no one watch that? No. <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah. someone must have been I- at it when they edited it. How the hell did someone <laughs> not go, that's not right? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, um, in all, I gave this like a 4.8 out of 5 because it can't be 5 out of 5 for me. 4.8. I really like this, but racism. Just yeah, use 10 out of, uh, just use it out of 10. I'm surprised no. that bit wasn't just cut. Yeah. And like, I was watching this and I heard it, and I don't watch it with subtitles and I had to then just go back a bit and have subtitles and go, wait, what? Mm. Yeah. I, f- I forgot um, Harry mentioned it last week. So when it happened, I was like, whoa. And I thought, why? They could have just cut the audio there. So she's just like, I'll have it so that she just pushes her a little bit earlier. Mm. Yeah. There's ways to edit around that. I just thought it's odd that it's still part of it. There we go. Yeah. Um, what trivia did I get for this episode? I'm back. What are we talking about? He's back. Um, what we're saying? Now I was just about to go on to the 
groovy bit. Um, so, as Harry mentioned, it's the final story with the Brigadier in the main series. Um, the views for this, it, episode one is the lowest viewed episode of Doctor Who ever. Really? Yeah, it only got 3.1 million. Uh, yeah. Is that a is that like classic or classic and modern? Um, I think it's both. I couldn't Shit. find anywhere that said if it was just classic or both. So, but yeah, the episode two had three point nine, three had three point six, and episode four had four million. So it is a very big drop off for that first mm. episode. Um, it is the last appearance of the TARDIS console until the Doctor Who movie. Yeah, and huh. it is um a bit dodgily done because, as you will have noticed, it is very dark in the console in episode I, one. Right, I noticed this. Is it about the walls? Mm-hmm. Did they not have the walls anymore? Yeah, the walls had been broke, had been scrapped. Yeah, so they had a print of what the walls looked like, but up. Yeah. What the fuck? Go, so, go back on BritBox and look at that scene. I noticed it. So well, I'm doing that now. I can see the light going on it, but there's no ridge, so it's not like a piece of glass and then a wall around it. It's just a light, and I thought, is that is that even there? Is that just a projection? Yeah, oh, so instead of being like this nicely moulded everything with the walls and how they were, yeah. they'd scrap the walls by accident. So they How just did you basically... do that by accident? Oh, I don't know. Because the BBC hated them at the time. Yeah, did you see the the condition that, that the previous TARDIS was in? Mm. Yeah. yeah. The they had been very highly damaged. Absolutely wrecked. Michael Gray um, just spit on it as he walked past it. Yeah, so they just Piss basically on. put the design onto a flat piece of wood because they didn't have the money or time to make a new set. Oh, is this the wolves? Yeah, so it's really dark to try and hide that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they used part of that scene in the 50th anniversary. <laughs> Divide the universe from one... Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking... Um, where is it? I've got pizza. This is Nicholas Courtney's first return... First explicit return as to bring a deer since The Five Doctors... Um, because he has a brief cameo in Silver Nemesis, but it's not said if he's to bring a deer or not. Wait, when was he in Silver Nemesis? Um, he's talking with other tourists that win the castle in the queue or something. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't realize that either until I wrote it down. (laughs) Um, yeah, the bring a deer as well was apparent. I don't know if it's been cut or not, but was originally promoted to General, so he was Brig- General Alistair Gordon Lethbridge-Stewart, but he keeps this, being referred to as Brig. Yeah, because even Bambera calls him Brigadier. Yeah. Um, writer Ben... Aronovich. Aronovich, I, yeah, thank you, was dissatisfied with the final product because he felt the effect and design let it down. And, like, with some of the special effects and things, I can understand that, because he apparently had a much grander vision for the Destroyer. Well, especially would... given what he was given in Remembrance of the Daleks. Yeah. Because he was given a much, like, the special effects and that are, like, unpard, really. 
in hmm. classic Doctor. But his plan for the destroyer was it was meant to be like a businessman who gets turned into this destroyer over time. Hmm. But they didn't have the time to film that or the money to design it and stuff as like the gradual thing. And then someone stole that idea and used it in the Suicide Squad for the Enchantress's boyfriend. Um, I'm, I've just looked back at that scene in the TARDIS. I can't tell anything wrong with it. Like, apart from the fact it's in the dark, I can't... It doesn't... You cannot see, like, that there's no... It's not, like, 3D. Like the roundels. I admit they did a good job making it not like a glaring thing because it isn't the focus of the scene. They do they did quite a good job like not drawing attention to it, but No, I can't I can't really see it. It might be it might be because you've just not seen that much of the classic TARDIS. What of what it looked like bef before yeah, that that, that might be because that interior is very like distinct with its like mm. <laughs> kind of striped pillars and what? I might. Well, no, it's. They had it in a. Five Doctors, didn't they? Uh, it's in it a bit, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I'm watching it now. It's just circles. Yeah, it's weird. That's depressing. Yeah, um. They did a good job of the lighting there. So, as well with the Brigadier in this, he was originally meant to die at the end. Yeah. Um, and that's what that whole the whole fucking episode felt like they were building up to. Yeah. He's about to die. And this was a decision supported by Nathan Turner, Nicholas Courtney, and Andrew Cartmel. But um, Aronovich he just couldn't do it. Um, couldn't bring himself to kill off such a beloved character. Pussy. It would have been so good though, because then he'd have had a proper goodbye. Yeah. Or unless See, no, if he had if... done that, Stephen couldn't have come along and no, well, yeah, he probably would have anyway, wouldn't he? Because I prefer the the goodbye on the phone to if he'd have just died. But I don't. I just hate the Cyberman thing that they did with him. He's awful. Mm. If he'd have died in this, we wouldn't have got him in Enemy of the Bane, though. That's true. And I um, absolutely love that episode of Sarah Jane. Yeah, I do like him in that. It's got the Centauri in it as well. Uh, it's got a Centauri and it's got the a Bane being in unit going, Oh yeah, I'm here to protect my world, and the Brigadier just shoots him with his cane. Yeah. We are going to cover uh, some Sarah Jane stuff. And I don't, I don't know if we'd do it as like, you know, the Sarah Jane Adventures Shabokast episode, whatever. I think we'd do individual episodes at some point. Yeah. We should do a series mm. of like spin off ones. So we do K9 and Company, Sarah Jane Adventures, Torchwood, Class. Yeah. I don't know if we could talk about mm. the entire show in one like setting. Torchwood is weird because it's the only like, modern spin off to not have the Doctor in. Yeah. And apparently they never planned to. Yeah. No, Whereas ride on it so much. <laughs> yeah. Classy it. turns up in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Canine and Company doesn't have the doctrine. I said modern. Oh. Uh, fair. He thought Canine because... and Company was modern because that title sequence hasn't aged a bit. 
<laughs> it's so pioneering and, and it's just so Ian Levine's amazing score you never know though Canine and Company may have got the Doctor in it if it had survived longer than yeah, one episode did episodes not episode yeah I quite liked mm. Canine and Company I didn't think it was bad um, yeah, well, you liked Battlefield, so... <laughs> yeah. The Doctor's speech <laughs> on nuclear weapons was originally much longer and was cut down. Oh, thank God it was cut down. <laughs> um, this is the final appearance of Bessie in Doctor Who, which... I want to see a modern Doctor driving it. <laughs> Bessie would have been amazing. I do have never seen Bessie in modern Who yet. I do a bit because, like, how much Russell and Moffat did fan service. It's just like I wouldn't be surprised if they and Chibnall to an extent as well. It's just like I wouldn't be surprised because they're fans of this era to just get Bessie out for an just episode. Just have Chibnall blow it up. It's just there's been a lot yeah. of stories where they could have very easily have used that car to get around and blend in. Still, I know it's bright yeah. yellow, but there's the even back in time enough for a. a old yellow roadster like that to just kind of be a normal thing. Yeah, but it's unit has hold of it, not the Doctor. Yeah, it could just nick it off screen. Yeah. It's not really a show-don't-tell thing. <laughs> I want to see um, a heist on unit to get Bessie. Actually, that would... <laughs> yeah, that's everything I've got. Okay, then. Let's okay. give it a mark. Let's give a mark out of ten each. Okay then. You can go last because you don't like it. <laughs> Trash. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Hmm. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight or nine. Five. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that. Uh, <laughs> so can you just say the, the, just leave a bit of silence for a sec and Dan can just say 10 and then a bit more silence and I can crop it so Dan 1 oh. <laughs> now I'll have to go back to all of the previous episodes <laughs> a bit where you've said 10th Doctor and then trim it down I, I don't I've have I talked about the way my writing system works before because um, I don't write. Go on, go into it. So I, I feel like I have because I think Paul got annoyed at me about it. I don't believe in writing anything out of ten. Oh no, I don't give, believe giving anything ten out of ten makes sense. Like nine is the I highest I can I allow myself to go for the Green Death, which gets a solid. Oh no, I mean anything ever. Like yeah, where, no, I, where I do like things out of ten. I would say so let's I, do the news I, now. I kind of get what you're oh. saying. I think the mm. I, I think the way I do it is um I think um I don't think Therefore I'm you am. in a ten on this podcast. Mm. But if I did it would be like that there's absolutely no flaw with this. I think it's perfect. Uh, yeah. what I did then is I just looked at Battlefield and I just thought, okay, what do, what what do I what's my first instinct when I think of this thing? When I think of my opinion yeah. on this thing, am I thinking, uh, which case it's definitely near five? Am I thinking, mm -hmm. then it's like two to one to zero? And if I'm going, mm, it's definitely up there. Yeah. So like, I'll look I, I just, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, mm -hmm. I don't base it, yeah, I don't yeah. base score off like, um, 
certain aspects or it's like it's a it's a feeling thing oh no it's a it's a, it's a feeling from yeah um it's like it's like basically just a scale of how satisfied i'm at the end of it. I, I just feel writing giving something a 10 out of 10 is almost what's your favorite to, movie my favorite f oh don't make me what is it i can't um giving something a 10 out of 10 is almost like saying this is objectively good. I don't like objective no, measurements there is of art. Something wrong with everything, but if you can look past it because your enjoyment of it overweighs, like outweighs mm. that, then I think it's possible to say, yeah, this is ten out of ten for me. Yeah. We will find your ten out of ten, Dan. That is the mission. It do doesn't exist. It will do. You'll just be like, what's your favourite book two story of all time? What was it? It was either Midnight or Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, it was Vincent and the Doctor. And the Vincent and the Doctor. Video you it Sorry? Is that not a 10 out of 10? No, it's a 9 out of 10. But what is it that's wrong with it? Uh, with Ed... A 10. What is there's, nothing, there's nothing that's wrong with it. It's exactly, just... that means it's top. No, yeah, but... I'm wrong with it. But it's not like... By saying that you give something a 10, you're not like refusing to accept there's something wrong with it. It doesn't affect your enjoyment of it. Let's do a randomizer. Oh, actually, yeah. I've got an episode that I want to do. Oh. Randomizer. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, let's do the news, but there's nothing. Is well, we're doing the genuine news, nothing. nothing. We'll try there's and... Christopher Records in an interview. Uh, Worlds Apart is weird. Do you want to talk about that? Well, do you want to talk about Worlds Apart, Cam? Yeah! Fuck, fuck that shit. This is Cameron's Worlds Apart rant. Begin. It's more a rant on NFTs as a whole. Because uh -huh. you own is that this how, Is that how it works? Yeah, it's a fucking NFT. Can you What's NFT? explain to people who may not know and may or may not be me? Like it's, me. It's what like is. Bitcoins, but for PNGs, isn't it? Yeah, it's Bitcoin, but for pictures. So yeah. it says you own this picture, but you don't. Because the artist still owns the picture and can sell as many as they like while still being able to sell this picture. So there's people saying it's a new age of digital art, but it's not, because if I buy an original picture of someone, I own it. The artist can't sell it again, I own it. But with NFTs, they can sell that shit as much as they want. And that is how... So is this that problem thing, where they're selling it for like £2 million pounds or whatever? Yeah, that's what they're doing with this. Um, so people are saying they have these cards and they're going... Um, Bloodspot, if you don't know, is the Doctor Who virtual trading card game, which already is stupid. Um, the actual game hasn't launched yet, but you can currently buy and sell on the marketplace and from them directly the trading cards. Um, and they have various different levels of um, skill and attack and rarity, but they of course don't have a level of rarity because they don't exist. So the computer algorithm will say it's rare, and therefore it is. Yeah. But obviously, people are owning these and selling them, or trying to sell them for like two million pounds. Who the and fuck is going to buy that? I don't know, especially when that a common ice warrior. Who the hell is doing, like, online digital card games for Doctor Who? 
So like, what? Who's the market for that? I don't know. But it's obviously, we not kids because they'd rather really? have a Fortnite Doctor Who skin or something. And yeah. It's definitely not us because look at us, and it's definitely <laughs> not old people because they'd rather have. They don't know what Bitcoins is. Or yeah, all the animations. Yeah. So I'm on the website now. What the fuck are founder tokens? I don't know. It's and why are they two hundred and fifty dollars? It's got its own in-game currency that you get and get some every day for just logging in. Um, named after some random Gallifreyan person they created for it, wow. and it's equivalent. Each one of these in-game currencies is equivalent to one cent because it's all in American as well. Even though um, it's a show. Yeah. But obviously, this is not made by the BBC, very clearly. It's far too expensive for that. So eventually, the license will run out. So people spending yeah. all of this money on stuff to own this thing won't. This, it's not physically there, is it? There's not. Yeah. When you spend your money to physically get the Doctor Who attacks, like monster attacks cards or whatever they were called you physically owned those cards mm -hmm. but this is all virtual and so you don't own it and it's got an even and it's got a limited lifespan until that server is turned off and it no longer exists and this is it's fucking bizarre I can't figure out what's going on on this fucking website I have to yeah. log in to look at the marketplace and I don't want to do that the marketplace doesn't work as well. So I shared some screenshots on here the other day, and they were arranged in order of price. But it doesn't arrange them in order of price because it went 50 cent, 50 cent, 1 cent, 2 cent, 1 pound, 150. Let's create an account right now. I'm going to create an account. <laughs> so if Dan would get them on, you can see it sort of doesn't do it in order of price on some of them. Email okay. Uh, what is it? Password. Email. This is it's. Shabar. You simply have to be on Worlds Apart. You simply have to be on email these days. Yeah, and it's it's more of my like dislike of modern things just being overly virtual and things. Just like make a physical product, you pricks. Mm. Yeah, I if love this that. game. Was an actual trading card game. All four would at least have some of it. Yeah, but Imagine because it actually came in those like little, like metal-looking surrounding things as well. Like, yeah. it, like that would be so cool if you just had one card per pack, but it was like in one of those little like cases. Yeah, people would buy those, and more people would buy those because people like owning a physical thing. In my like knowledge and opinion like yes I have an e-reader but I've got a bookshelf full of books and I'll, if I'm offered the chance of a physical book or an e-book I'll get the physical book I like oh, having physical God. stuff but yeah. Yeah. Dan's right who the fuck is this for this doesn't who is it aimed at what, what is exactly. the graphic here also, who, who are the, the people stupidest... selling it for millions of dollars I don't know, but it's got the stupidest thing ever on it, because in the FAQs it says it's going to be releasing virtual like other virtual things that aren't cards. It looks like a weird virtual plush doll of the 13th Doctor. Mm. 
but it says you can buy and sell and trade them, but it is going to be unhackable history of ownership. Huh. So, I'm not good with computers, but even I see that as a challenge. <laughs> Confirm my email address. In other news... Oh? Oh. Um, oh? There's some new books coming out. There's the Doctor Who Atlas. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this thing looks which good. Looks, which looks quite cool. And it's basically got, like, maps of worlds and stuff mm. that the Doctor's been to, I think. And then there's um, Telos Publishing The Who Adventures, which is basically a book about the Virgin New Adventures. Um, I, can I just say on that atlas, um, yeah. I, I'm a, quite a visual learner. I've realised since like school, um, it really helps me being able to see something Same. to, to yeah. learn. Um, I've, I've, there's this like little baby moth just going around the microphone there. What the fuck? Oh. Um, yeah, so I no I struggle standard. with stuff like Doctor Who um, with like locations and stuff where it's never made yeah. clear where stuff is exactly and and um, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I ha- it's hard for me to imagine certain worlds, certain fictitious worlds, when it's not like clear as day shown to you, like what the whole thing looks like and mm-hmm. where stuff is in yeah. relation to other bits. How far away distances are. Um, Harry's got an enormous hole in his crotch. Thanks. Oh my god. Um, and yeah, and thanks so, yeah, for I'd, I'd I'd buy that purely because I just want to see Gallifrey. Uh, more than just the Citadel and some mountains and some bit mm-hmm. a bit in Wales. Like, and a man just looking yeah, over it all. That interests me. Um, I'm the same with Star Wars as well, really. Because there's a lot yeah. of locations in that, and I'm just like, yeah, but where But where is it? Um, what invasion of time? There's a Invasion of time. Oh, oh. <laughs> Not the one with the recreational centre, I mean TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Dan, how is your look through this website going? It's just fucking... I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, Cameron. Keep digging. Um, yeah, you can get that. You can pre-order that on, uh, you know, platforms. Where books are. Uh, yeah, for like it's 20 quid. I think I might yeah. do that. Does, it, it should be good. Um... It's a recommended reading age of 6 to 17. Uh, 11th Fez uh, in a Dalek frame cost $350. What rarity does it say it is? Uh, it's, a, it's a little blue diamond. Uh, <laughs> rare, it's, it's rare. The, this is one of the worst like decisions that the brand has ever made, I think. Yeah, It's like, fucking awful. Put all the money into making more dot two figures because dot two figures sell so sell well, like hotcakes. And I want them. And yeah, this is all two hotcakes as well. people have wanted for a while. It's a video game, and I'd love like a Doctor Who video game that's actually good. And it's a trading card, like the adventure games. Yeah, the adventure games, or some like were banging. Yeah, an open world two game. Never finished them, but they were banging. This website just doesn't work. I finished the no. Dalek one when I was I've little. S- one. 
And I finished the Cyberman one once. Yeah, I just finished all of them because I'm cool. I could never. I wish they were still able to be downloaded. What? Yeah. I wish you could still get the adventure games because yeah. you you can't. Can you? They're not supported anymore. Yeah. They should bring. But, them back. I think weird. an an open world Doctor Who game would be like the best. Brilliant. The best like way of playing a Doctor Who game now is like Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Because like you can pick up most of the DLC stuff for cheap now because it's all useless and mm. when you do you can get on there and you can you can see a Captain Jack teaching a nude how to dance and you don't hate it because it's just good and they've done all the TARDIS interiors and that's just, that's just a really cool game. It's just a shame they never made more Doctor Who Lego sets. Yeah. It's they because make, it didn't so really sell outside well. of Europe. Yeah. Which is bull, I think. I think they can make so much money if they choose the right era of the show and they do the right yeah. kind of sets. You know, don't just do a UCS Dalek that costs 200 quid. Because, no, like, yeah, people will buy it, but not everyone. You know, if you did, like, a th you did, like, some 30 to 50 quid sets of an era of the show people actually really like. They yeah. were, at one point, planning on making a... Like, you know TT Games? They were planning on doing a Lego Doctor Who one, like Lego Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or yeah. The Hobbit or Incredibles. Yeah, that would do but, That'd be nice. Hey, we're getting... What will be, will be... I'm just going to check for any news on this forum that I'm on. And with Lego Doctor Who, when they had the ideas set, they were at the perfect opportunity then that they could have made a minifigure series... Of just the doctors. Yeah, that yeah. would have been so good. Uh, yeah, just imagine, like, for each of the series of New Who, how well those would go. Hmm. Like... Oh, man. Anyway. Real shame. Yeah. I feel like we all got, just, got just a bit sad then at the end, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I went off on a rant, I got derailed on the rant and kept ranting. Ten what, are, uh, what are we going to watch next week? Press your button. Oh, yeah, right. Tennant and Smith are going to be at the 60th, apparently, according to... Of course they are! We already knew that. That's guaranteed. Yeah, so, according so, 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 so to who? Capaldi, let's face it. Oh, I hope Capaldi... I hope they just he get will. all the new ones. Of course he will. Right. He lost the show too much. Right, um, also, before you spin the wheel, I'm just going to say the one that I want to watch, in case you decide to do it. Well. The Space Pirates. Okay, noted. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could do that the one after next, but I think we should do modern because we have just done two classic in a row. Yeah, I'd like to do a modern. So uh, I'll set it to New Who. No, set it to All Who, and then we'll pick. I want to do New Who though, though. But though. yeah, but if there's a New Who one, we'll be more likely to pick it. But just do All Who, just in case. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Thumbs up. Yeah, hang, hang on. on. Oh, I got my good did. Have you got it set to all who? Uh, nah. I'll set you what? all to who. Set it to all who? Yeah, set it to both, because... I'll set who you all to who. All doctors. Ready? How many times am I hitting it? Uh, three. Seven. No, seven. He says seven, he says three, I'll do it five. Uh, 
Doctor. The Doctor's wife. We've done that one. So that doesn't. We've done that one. The Leisure Hive. Good. Mm, we just did Maglos, and they're right next to each other, aren't they? Yeah. Hide. I like hide. 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 Day of the Daleks. We mentioned this one before. That's good. I'd quite mm. like to do Day of the Daleks. Day of the Daleks was a good one. I've got that on VHS. It's up there, yeah. <laughs> oh. so have you seen the special edition, though? That's so good, because they redo yeah. the Daleks on it. Um, what one was that, number three? Delta and the Bannerman. <laughs> I love Delta and the Bannerman. <laughs> it's so terrible, but so good. And the Fires of Pompeii. That was a good mix. Size of it's, it's an interesting mix. So that's your five. Okay, that's the five. How, what are we feeling? Um, Day of the Daleks. I'll right. do hide. Okay, Can't hide be. is fine as well. Um, you've got to make a decision, then it will be what I, what I'll I make my decision. At, wait, after Cameron. Daleks or Pompeii? Okay, so Daleks. <laughs> And I, then... I want Day of the Daleks, I won't lie, but um, Dan did say um, last episode. What was it, Dan? You said last episode you wanted to watch. Uh, Doctor Who. No, you... Okay, well, it's Day of the Daleks then, because it's freebie. A freebie one. Oh, right. I was just thinking... I can't, I can't remember. last episode he wanted to watch one, but we were like... No. Blink! Oh, Blink. Oh, no. We'll have to do that as a special at some point. Why do, well, I can just put Blink on the next one. We do Day of yeah. the Daleks, yeah. and then we do Blink, and Paul might be around for Blink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that gives me enough time to watch more Who, because I've, before joining the <laughs> podcast, I was, like, 30 minutes into watching Blink. Outro, <laughs> uh, then. Yeah. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at shabocast.com. It has at to be on email. gmail.com, sorry. Because you have to simply be on email these days. You simply have to be. I've done that yeah. already this episode. I know, you. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at Shabocast on Twitter and G and oh Instagram. That's the one. <laughs> yes, he's uh, breaking. He's breaking up. Uh, you can follow Dan on if you want, only do it with consent. And if you're over the age of 18 for those things, at underscore Shinksy. Yeah. Little You can follow me. Underscore Shinksy underscore. You can follow Cameron in the street. Dan and Harry don't have Twitter, so they're just on the Shabocast one. Yeah. You can just find us chilling. You can follow Cameron at PT underscore Barnum underscore. <laughs> for your entertainment. He was a horrible man, friendly reminder. Uh, yeah. Paul oh, is the, um, the podcag. Thanks. Um, Harry yeah. is. Wow. Uh, Harry Sullivan is an imbecile. Aha, <laughs> Doctor yeah. Who reference. Yeah. Uh, and this has gone on far too long, so thank you for goodbye. listening. And Get goodbye. Out of here. You stink, boys. Goodbye. 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 Goodb